0: Since the mid-1300s, a time when the Black Plague decimated more than half of Europe, there has been great turmoil within the church. Lucifer seized this opportunity and chose a leader to recruit a great following and administer his prime evil throughout the world. And now, he wants you.
1: And I think your phony priest has
0: something to do with it. Oh, come on, and that's Bill, not, not this again. That's not all.
2: I think your grandfather's involved. Why does he look so young, Alex? Listen, I think her life's in danger.
0: Never forget, Alexandra, that I love you. I love you too, Thomas.
1: Do you know who she is? <coughs> <coughs>
2: What can be done?
0: They must be destroyed.
1: (laughs) She was obviously
2: drinking and choked on her own vomit.
0: Primeval, a story of burning passion and the quest for everlasting life.
2: christopher and welcome to definitely first blood we are a horror movie podcast we talk about horror movies from the 70s the 80s the 90s the early 2000s and sometimes sometimes today today. hello hi how are you
1: welcome i'm good how are you i'm good it's been a long
2: week gotta be honest it has you've had very bad work week eh well not bad but like long hey uh it, there'll be fat
1: years and there'll be, be lean years <laughs> but it will always rain wow and that's, um, that's like
2: really profound thanks
1: yeah
2: hmm. mm-hmm. i don't think we watched any movies this week did we? no
1: we did not none that i can remember that we should talk about nothing no, new, or did we we have been watching that korean netflix zombie movie or series show. yeah uh all, all of us are, are dead, dead.
2: That's good. I yeah, am enjoying it's it. Fine. Yeah. It's fine. Certainly
1: very visually beautiful. Yes. Uh and we finished first seasons of Yellow Jackets, which we will not spoil, but we'll say. Cool. Yeah. I yeah. think we talked about that last week. We've we gone we've gone on a journey. Yeah.
2: <laughs> with that show, and I <laughs> look forward to the rest of it. We are yeah. trucking right along mm-hmm. with our Findlay brewery. <laughs> uh <laughs> It's this, this I guess technically this would be our Valentine's Day episode even though it's a Christmas movie. Mm. Huh? Right? Cuz Valentine's Day's on Yeah, it's on Monday. Monday. Mm-hmm. Or is next week our Valentine's episode? Who cares? Who knows? I mean this one we was pretty romantic. It was so very romantic. Mm-hmm. A lot of do <laughs> as I say yeah how did you feel about it like overall I will talk about it obviously at the end but like
1: I mean it was a whatever movie to me it was like yeah. very this is like the sort of movie that would be on the background in another movie
2: yeah I I, I get that I felt like there were like huge chunks missing I I mean
1: this you could feel the editing in this, oh that yeah there was like somebody else had come in and suddenly I was like wait what it.
2: what's happened <laughs> when did that happen just very wait have barking dogs in the hall one second <laughs> And we're back with less barking dogs, hopefully, for the yes. rest of the episode, but we'll see. So it's clear that the movie
1: was uh, disjointed, but yes. still in mostly
2: chronological order. Like, there were uh-huh. just huge chunks of it missing. Uh-huh. But, eh, I mean, it's still kind like of. Like, people would just come back and reveal information to us that happened off screen. Oh. And I was like, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa. yes. Okay. Oh,
1: yes. Or be like, huh, I've deduced this off screen. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> the cops, really bad for that. Yeah. Well,
1: I and the boyfriend all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Suddenly I'm putting my, you learn my profession and then I'm putting it to use all Suddenly we're fiancés.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so we're talking about Prime Evil from 1988, mm-hmm. once again directed by Roberta Finley. She did not write it this time. This Ooh. one is written by Ed Kelleher uh, and Harriet Vidal, who both worked on Shriek of the Mutilated and Lurker's. We have Christine Moore as Alexandra Parkman. She's in *Lurkers*, Thrilled to Death. Uh, Helgerin, she seems to be, like, have played nameless roles once we Mm -hmm. hit the 90s and then stopped acting. Interesting. Uh, Mavis Harris as Sister Angela. She's in Video Violence 2. William Beckworth as Thomas. This was his first movie. Um, Whoa. And then he was also in Tromeo and Juliet. Uh, Amy Brentano is Brett. We've talked about her in Breeders and last week in Blood Sisters. She was like the head uh, sorority sister. Uh, Ruth Collins is Kathy, who we also talked about last week because she was in Blood Sisters and she's in Doom Asylum. Ha 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 ha. Oh, yes. Wow. Yeah, so she is Kathy. And wow. uh, Tim Gale is Bill. He's from If Looks Could Kill.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Max Jacobs as George and George Krause as Ben. So wow.
1: you'd think they'd swap that.
2: <laughs> the title card was really good for this movie. Yes. I love the font. I Celtic. love that you get to see Satan right away. It burns
1: right through this vellum, That's I'm good. assuming. And then we get there our very sticky, hairy, glooby Satan. Yep. He's hot red.
2: <laughs> and then it's mm-hmm. seminary time, baby. Uh-huh. We get a voiceover about the Black Plague. It's nineteen forty nine. Thirteen forty nine, sorry. And because of this trying time, mm-hmm. Satan sees the opportunity, wanted to spread his prime evil throughout the world. Mm-hmm. And so he chose a leader to bring all these people into the fold who had his father, Thomas, mm-hmm. um, who then beheads one of the other monks who didn't want to join him up. Yeah. Basically, he just, like, kills all the heretics.
1: They slash another guy, and they're like, you're either going to join Satan or you're out of here, uh, monastery.
2: Cut to New England. The present day. We're in New England? Doesn't matter. That's but we're New in New York. England. In it's the New present day, and we start right off the bat mm-hmm. with a Catholic priest grunting and stumbling yes. through the courtyard uh, of the church. He just has to go see the bishop. He's
1: got to do it, and he's having a hard time. So he
2: gets there, he tells the bishop that they're back before he just dying dies. with a pentagram pendant in his hands. Which is, I mean, these... It seems like they never left, so I'm not really sure how they're back. These, pe- Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: these pendants are recurring... Uh, Manuport, like carry thing throughout this entire yeah, like they keep cropping up. Um, And we also know that they're thousands of years old. So presumably they got a really, really good deal on them like 3,000 years ago. They just have like (laughs) millions of them lying
2: around. So cut to Mm -hmm. uh, the Black Mass Mm -hmm. where a still very much alive Father Thomas and the other Satanists are sacrificing a virgin, specifically one of the follower's daughters, Yes, which will grant him 13 years under the protection of Satan and he won't age and all of this good stuff but he will need to sacrifice another blood relation in another thirteen years,
1: I mean he got thirteen years to come up with a new baby, yeah, exactly, yeah. and then he he kills her mm-hmm. uh we got the classic putting a sword through I'm assuming Bible pages and then burning I them. think so, yeah, uh
2: lots of Latin chanting, people in hoods, and then looking we furtive Ben and Allison, mm-hmm. and she gives him like a list of names. Of people to go collect. But I'm I'm not sure why these girls. Specifically
1: or how Allison had that list. Yeah. Maybe Satan automatically dictated it. Maybe or something.
2: Then we zoom off to Kathy. Who Ruth Collins. Playing Mm -hmm. honestly a totally different role. To what we've seen her in so far. Uh, Very cool haircut. Leather jacket. She's kissing a guy in a leather
1: jacket. And we hear the intense leather creaking. (laughs) Of jacket on jacket.
2: And she goes to talk to her friend Mm -hmm. slash counselor, Alex, because this is at a women's shelter. Mm -hmm. So she's got a rough past with drugs and prostitution, Mm -hmm. but she is a college graduate and she went to law school or something. Yeah, which is... Um, I mean, hey, crack I could Or cocaine time. yeah. So. Uh, so Alex has set a job up for her As a paralegal mm-hmm. on Wall Street Well, in, in an interview But don't get too excited And she's even talked to her parole officer <laughs> for her And everything And the parole officer
1: is very proud of her and, and Alex is very proud of her Is it Alex or Alice? Alex, Alex. Alexander Okay
2: And Kathy introduces Alex to her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And then Ben, the boiler guy, watches the whole thing. And he's got a big knife and he follows them up. He is after Kathy. He is so angry. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So uh, we cut to the gym. Uh, I mean, very intensely cluttered gym.
2: gym. And we meet Alex's friend, Mm -hmm. Brett. by Amy Bertano, Mm -hmm. who's doing a southern accent for some reason. What a wild character. There's some really good writing here that I really liked. Her whole like, she does a whole like monologue Mm -hmm. basically. She is walking backwards on a stair
1: machine while eating chips.
2: Yeah. Oh, God, I met this guy last night. The way he looked at me, I could just tell he was definitely a breast man. His eyes went right to boob level. Good thing, too, because if he was a leg man, I'd be doomed. I'm cellulite from the waist down, you know. Anyway, I'm seeing him again tonight. I picked up some of those multicolored condoms from the Korean deli on my lunch break. You know they're hanging right over the pickled ginger and to the right of the broccoli at the salad bar? God, Alex, there's nothing like one-stop shopping. Oh, God, I met this guy
0: last night. The way he looked at me, I could tell. Definitely a breast man, you know, his eyes went straight to boob level. Good thing, too, if you were late, leg man, I could do, I'd be doomed. I'd the waist down, you know. Anyway, I'm seeing him again tonight. Whew, I'm optimistic, so I picked up some of those multicolored condoms at the Korean deli on my lunch break. You know, they're hanging right over the pickled ginger and the right of the broccoli the salad bar. For God, Alex, there's nothing like one-stop shopping.
1: Amazing. Great. And she just, it rolls off the tongue. It is. Amazing work. <laughs>
2: Brett's whole thing is she loves... Snacking seemingly Five. chips and yeah, her locker is filled with chips and whatnot. Uh, those cheesy poof things, Ugh. yeah. They talk about Alex's boyfriend Bill, mm-hmm. who they've been together for three months and they're not having sex now. Very quickly, Wait, Bill goes from being her boyfriend to her fiance to her fiance, and that's just the way it is. I
1: forgot it's only been three months, yeah. Insane, <laughs> wow, three months
2: okay but later they uh, it's like they retcon the beginning of this movie it's it's very yeah, strange yeah so at the church uh, we well meet... are
1: we just gonna skip over brett's outfit we get a full top to bottom shot going up and down too trendy to uh to to hip yeah and it's a black long sleeve shirt it's like uh, a black bodysuit yeah and then over like that a ballerina a very sparkly like disco ball top a leather skirt like, and, and then teal
2: pumps yeah
1: yeah all right good. i mean new <laughs> york city in the 80s there's some good styling yeah. in this movie <laughs> definitely uh you look great she says oh and then so how does bill fuck basically she asks her Oh okay. in no one I mean she doesn't say it like that, yeah. but like and then But they're not having sex Alex is like Oh, you know, um may maybe I'm just interested in more than just getting in and out of bed with every guy you know, like yeah. a classic uh two friends who are slightly <laughs> on the opposite end of the normal
2: distribution,
1: one loves sex, one's not so and sure then about it. Brett mm-hmm.
2: disappears Whoosh. for the next forty five yes, to fifty minutes. Does. Um and at the church, mm-hmm. Sister Angela, this is sort of when we get her yes. backstory. Yeah. She a saw what happened with that priest. A lot of yes. Uh, and she knows how he died yes. or like what killed him. Mm-hmm. Because when she was a child, they traveled a lot. And her mother was very strange. <laughs> very and, strange. Uh, when they were in Egypt, she met Satanists and one night, Angela was nearly sacrificed until her dad rescued her. Yes. And she recognizes the face on the pendant because her mother let them use her, and it was the same face. (gasps) So she was defiled by Satan himself. I guess so, yeah. Our
1: our angry red slime man.
2: (laughs) So then the bishop is like, Hey okay cool so let me tell you about this cult who worshiped a pre-christian horned god yeah and how uh they they've returned and they need to destroy them yes we and need to destroy yeah, them they're we, masquerading as priests nuns and bishops we need to have somebody from the church infiltrate the cult because yeah. they'll be weakest at the winter solstice
1: oh please let me do it please yeah. please
2: so she says. she's like pretty much gonna do it and uh, Kathy and Sam have sex while that Ben, the boiler mm-hmm, guy, mm-hmm. breaks into his apartment? Her apartment? It's her apartment. And yeah. Kathy hears him, but Sam tells her it's probably it's nothing. Probably just a cat. So she goes to the door. Ben, on the other side, pulls the knife, and then yes. he breaks in and he starts attacking them. Very
1: placid on his <laughs> Thankfully, face. Thankfully,
2: Sam knows karate. Like and he does a lot boxing. of like roundhouse kicks and stuff. It's a very, very funny. Fight it scene. reminded
1: me exactly of. Uh, the Korean show we're Yes, watching, exactly. Who
2: also kicks the shit out of zombies. Yes. Uh, and then he gets stabbed in the back and killed. Mm-hmm. Kathy runs away, but then he gets her and he sticks her it with a syringe. Syringes her, and then he, she's slowly like,
1: uh, I'm running away down the stairs <laughs> very slowly. And then yeah. as he's leading an unconscious... Yeah, a guy comes yeah, in. Have like, fun, buddy. Yeah, oh, she drank too much? Cool, dude. <laughs>
2: Uh, he literally says have fun buddy yeah he does crazy but he acknowledges it's
1: because she's drunk
2: and so alex (laughs) and her boyfriend bill Mm -hmm. uh take in the christmas sights. yeah they're riding a handsome cab through manhattan she asks him about like the other girls he's Mm -hmm. been with and then tells him that Her father sold her when she was six to child pornographers. Yes, who forced her to
1: make sex abuse materials with another small child. And then her
2: grandfather came to the house one day and she never saw her father again. And the only people who know this are her grandfather and now Bill. So, okay, since they never really come back to this, Uh um, I guess I'm confused about the context. Because now, are we supposed to believe that this was her dad trying to save her by making her unviable as a human sacrifice?
1: Whoa! I never even thought of that. I mean... Because if so,
2: really fucking disgusting. Yeah. I
1: th- I,
2: I thought it was going to come up again. Like, he would be like, ah, you aren't a virgin. When, me too. And then he explodes or something. But, um, I... Th- because... Which would have been, like, cheap and really, really, really shitty plot element. But they yes. just sort of are
1: like ignoring it and i guess they use
2: it to explain why she doesn't want to have sex with bill yeah that's it's a very weird like
1: and i guess to be like she knows that there's something more going on a little bit she's she's had a peek behind the curtain but she's not exactly
2: sure she just thinks it was like pedophiles when really because then her grandfather sacrificed her father Mm -hmm. to satan Mm -hmm. 13 years ago
1: and he seemed like he was pretty pissed
2: at his son for
1: doing this to his granddaughter
2: yeah but was he mad because he was grooming her to be a human sacrifice Mm -hmm. it's unclear it's very unclear it's unclear and i don't necessarily want to tread into those waters no i don't either because they're very very murky down there. nasty
1: i will say uh what's her face uh or what's his face her boyfriend Bill, bill bill takes a better more maturely than i would have assumed someone in this movie would do oh definitely where he's like you don't have to tell me more if you don't want to mm-hmm. and then she does and he's not immediately like you wow we should go immediately to the cops or <laughs> i'm going to kill whoever or whatever but yeah. uh maybe that was just for time <laughs>
2: <laughs> so just as the bishop promised mm-hmm. father thomas finds sister angela yes uh, because they've, I think, put it in a newspaper that she was... She's renounced her vows. Renounced her vows, her vows because, because she was caught worshipping devils. Yes. So she's been kicked out of uh, the convent yeah, or whatever. They, they
1: probably put that in the, the Catholic Monthly. Yeah.
2: yeah <laughs> so sure. a cop comes to talk mm-hmm. to Alex. And this cop's in the rest of it. I don't think I caught his name. Um, it's
1: detective something or other detective mustache basically. yeah <laughs> about
2: kathy mm-hmm. Read the homicide they just assume that kathy did it instead of assuming she too would be a victim which yes. is kind of wild um but i guess she obviously has a criminal record mm-hmm. so it's and she's not there yeah um but that... they they think maybe she'll still show up for her interview or whatever who knows she would never miss that that's cops for you yeah so with the satanists they expect Alexandra's grandfather George to deliver them a woman this time mm-hmm. because uh the last one wasn't what they would normally No
1: be. her his disgusting son yeah. who is
2: not pure and uh he like assures Father Thomas that Alex is a virgin Father Thomas is going to supervise the whole thing mm-hmm. he tries to tell Thomas about Sister Angela but Thomas he knows. already knows oh, he's
1: he's way ahead of it so, and you would think the guy leading a cult where you have supernatural insight into the goings on of the world. You don't need to tell this guy anything. He knows. Yeah, exactly. Satan tells him.
2: <laughs> uh, the cops call mm-hmm. Alex and tell her Kathy didn't show up. Duh. Uh-oh. Um, and then we're back to our grandfather's house. Um, so, okay. Yes. Another weird dynamic. So, George. Yep. Yeah. The grandfather. Mm-hmm. And Allison, fellow Satanist. yeah. Are dating, but they're not dating. He tries to fuck her, and but they they're always hanging out together. Does she? And she seems like she lives with him.
1: And it also seems like she is much. She's like yeah, she's much much older. Yes, but she's like young and vivacious.
2: Um, but he tells her that he intends to overthrow Thomas, which they bring up a few more times. Uh, But they there's nothing to indicate how he's going to do that, or he makes no attempt to do it.
1: I mean, I will say, the
2: type of person who would just be like, oh, I'm going to sacrifice
1: my son and my granddaughter to
2: rule well, over that was an- all men. That was another thing. Because I was like, mm-hmm. oh, is because she said her grandfather is the only other person who knows. Mm-hmm. So is he now setting Thomas up to make this sacrifice that would then fuck Thomas over mm-hmm. and he could, like, swoop in? But...
1: Unclear to me.
2: Didn't happen. He just seemed um, this was just unrealistically
1: optimistic about his chance to rule over all men for all eternity. Yeah,
2: and Allison is pretty much like, you're a fucking moron. Yeah, why would you say this? <laughs> you're gonna get caught
1: out. I almost feel like her reaction to this is makes the most sense, because she's just like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in yeah. my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? She knows it's not gonna happen, so
2: there's no <laughs> even reason worrying about it. <laughs> yeah. So, Sister Angela... Yeah goes to talk to the bishop again because mm-hmm. she's worried about taking these vows she's wondering if like god will forgive yeah. her
1: all you have to do is pray in your mind or whatever and he he knows god knows yeah yeah <laughs> that's all it takes
2: just trust trust on it have faith okay then down in mm-hmm. this like boiler room basement yeah. kathy wakes up with father thomas leering over her uh, he, like, hypnotizes her and makes yeah. out with her. He's like, come to me in
1: my mouth.
2: Ooh. Ugh. Nasty. And Alex talks to her mom. Mm-hmm. Also, her mom's only acting role. It was a lot of these people's only acting roles, which blew my mind.
1: Really? Because the
2: acting in this was relatively good. Yeah, it was, was above plot. Average it was it above was average. I would say the plot and the writing
1: was the thing that made it most tepid. But yeah, yeah. I agree. The The acting was very good
2: and she tries to she's trying to convince her mom to like come mm-hmm. to this grandfather's party but the mom is like i don't fucking want to go he's evil he's evil or the whole side bad. of the family's evil i have absolutely no interest mm-hmm. in doing this but then alex like convinces her too mm-hmm. and then at the party they introduce alex to father thomas mm-hmm. and all these other and this quote is when quote, quote, bill gets introduced as her fiance which is curious because like We've only, at this point, been told that they've been together for three months. Yes. And that he was her boyfriend. Yes. And now, fiance. Yes. So that was wild. Mm-hmm. And, um...
1: Uh, gr- grandfather's like, hey, uh, uh, uh Kathy's mom.
2: Yeah. Uh, or Alex's,
1: Alex's mom. Uh, she's gonna come live here with me, please.
2: Yeah. Is that okay? Your mom's like, I don't like you. I don't like your yeah. stupid fucking family. And Alex is an adult woman who can make her own decisions.
1: I'll give her my opinion, but I won't stop her. Yeah. Holy shit.
2: She'll <laughs> so move what? in with you over my dead body. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so mature. Unexpected. <laughs>
2: Some of the fake priests talk to mm-hmm. Bill and about Alex and religion yeah. while Bill is seething while he watches Alex and Father Thomas. Uh, I guess... A, I thought it was strange weird... that he was so
1: pissed about it because he wasn't... I didn't think Father Thomas was being that...
2: He was, like, touching her yeah, the whole time.
1: I guess that's true.
2: And, like... He is evil. So he Bill, is
1: evil, so maybe Bill can sense it. Yeah, uh, at least a little bit.
2: Um, I mean, he is a professor of
1: antiquities.
2: Or at least, you know what, he could Middle probably like, pick up on the shift in Alex, mm-hmm. maybe? Mm-hmm. Like, how she's suddenly different, because she does say later, like... That does make sense. Whenever I'm out with you, I'm normal. Yeah. To uh, Thomas. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. And, uh... Yeah, she apparently told father thomas a lot and he like offers his friendship i'll always be there for you you need strength from a man you need real love a man's love and bill is too young and you need to bone down with me and and i'll
1: be your protector he talks
2: about how fragile and vulnerable Mm -hmm. she is which is gross and then he gets her to look deep in her eyes and he puts her under his thrall and then bill gets pissed and he yells at her and tells her that she's making a fool out of herself and him and then she slaps him yeah Ooh. deserved probably but you want to fuck thomas i saw it in your eyes <laughs> and back at their apartment alex's mom talks about how hot father thomas is which mm-hmm. alex totally agrees with and uh then she goes to bed and yeah. she gets a phone call from bill asking if she still loves him <laughs> and this is enough to distract her of course I still love you <laughs> well her mom is murdered by what the, the knights Satanists? templar yeah they're I wearing guess. chain mail and
1: stuff and they drown her in, in what, alcohol cognac? Yeah, yeah they pour like alcohol that.
2: down her throat until she chokes on her own vomit i guess terrible way to go and... frankly i also think yeah. the reason why alex doesn't notice it is because they are
1: all protected by satan's powers
2: probably yeah but when she's finally done on the phone mm-hmm. alex goes in she finds the dead body uh Mom. grandpa's stoked that this happened and uh sister angela talks to father thomas about how the church is a lie a corrupt lie yes that's why i left all they care about is power and money and thomas explains all of this shit to her she takes in all the information <laughs> she's a pretty good spy really well because he's like We're also
1: all about power and money, but at least we admit it. Which is taking the very, like, Vladimir Putin's Russia approach. Yeah. (laughs) Of course we're a totalitarian regime that's completely unfair, but we're honest about it, and no one expects anything less, so it's fine. The church is a lie,
0: and I could no longer live with that lie.
1: What is that lie?
0: The church is supposed to care about people, but all they care about is power and money. I was a fool to believe in them, a fool to take my vows. The church is corrupt. And it's always been that way, right down through history. Do you know that we were once part of that church? We were a medieval order which broke away in the 1300s, during the plague. Since then we have been renegades, but we've always operated from a church. The devil's powers are stronger on consecrated ground. Satan himself is a fallen angel. Like the church, we too are concerned about power and money. But we don't deny it. We aren't hypocrites. Sister Angela, no matter how much power and gold the church hierarchy has, they eventually die. We don't. Our kingdom isn't in some afterlife. It's right here on Earth. Uh,
2: He wants her to take her vows to Satan, Mm -hmm. but they are irrevocable. And if she breaks them, punishment will be swift and terrible. So then she starts doing her initiation, which involves her washing a bunch of feet. Um, Then we get the Mm -hmm. bell, book, and candle ceremony gets underway she denounces god by smashing this porcelain crucifix which seems wasteful um (laughs) she strips down to burns her habit as she does so and then they put the pendant around her neck Mm -hmm. and
1: i mean if you're a nun who is truly like married to jesus Mm -hmm. doing all this has got to be crazy
2: nuts intense i would yeah yeah think so but she's this is her holy mission it seems right so yes
1: well hey man any idiot can die for their country it takes a real real strong person to ruin their soul
2: for it yeah Yeah. martyrdom yeah and from here we go to alex's mom's Mm -hmm. funeral um George is pissed at Allison Because the cops have been questioning him yeah. And also Alex about the whole situation They don't think it's an accident <laughs> I mean why would they And Alex is wearing this gigantic fur coat mm-hmm. Like white fur coat She looked very cool Oh she, re- she really But did. <laughs> maybe a little uh, Insensitive to wear a giant white fur coat at her mom's funeral Instead of a black one Yeah <laughs> Definitely. But I guess she's rich now. She's she got looked, <laughs> all of her grandfather's riches. <laughs>
1: she looks sort of like Cruella de Vil with that coat.
2: swathed in the skin of wolves. Now,
1: this is aside from the movie. Have you noticed more women wearing full fur coats? No. I have seen at least three of them in the last two
2: weeks. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Must be a trend. They're probably faux fur.
1: They were definitely real and they were on older women.
2: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I mean,
1: I, I it all looked like vintage fur, so I well, guess you can't really right, blame yeah. them, but still a bold choice in this day and age.
2: <laughs> At Alex's mm-hmm. uh like behest, I don't yeah, I don't know, like it's very weird because Thomas is like talking to her while seducing her. Yep. And like he like he wants to talk to her, she wants mm-hmm. to talk to him they've got this real connection. Yep. And then they kiss for the first time. <gasps> oh my God. And then what happens next? Alex and Bill pack up yep. her house, right? Yep. Talking about her mother mm-hmm. and how she thought that the family was evil. Thomas had his hands all over you. Yeah. Bill's really not into this whole thing and they fight because he hates Thomas and she loves him so much. Oh my Thanks. God. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we get uh, Sister Angela mm-hmm. goes to talk to the bishop again. She keeps like, We keep getting these little interstitials of Angela updating the bishop on things that we don't necessarily know about. Why doesn't she just fucking call him? Uh, Maybe she doesn't trust phones. Trust Ma Bell. I guess the cop does say that they tapped Thomas's phone. Oh, true.
1: I mean, it makes. I guess we get to also see her every time she's talking with uh, the cardinal or or whoever the bishop her outfit is different Mm -hmm. so like this time she's not wearing the habit she's just wearing like a peacoat and stuff
2: yeah and she gives us the exposition Mm -hmm. and she wants to know how to save the girl that they plan on sacrificing because that's what she's there to tell Mm -hmm. them like oh i know about this ritual oh yeah the 21st blah 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 well here's how you do it winter just be very careful
1: (laughs) okay i will thank you Great advice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that thin guy is still prowling around. Yes, so he picks up a, a sex, sex worker. worker by seducing her with the promise of dope. That's Ooh. actually just like the knockout. Yeah, he's to... like, "This
1: is something new," and she's like, "Well, I've I've got this thing with needles. I've got to inject it, it myself. myself." Injects it right into her wrist.
2: Yeah, and passes out <laughs> as per. Then he carries her off, mm-hmm. and when she wakes up, Father Thomas is already there talking to mm-hmm. her and then tying her to bring her into the fold. Um, she's not really very easily put under, though. Well, and she just assumes that it was a kinky sex thing. So then he kills her to death. Breaks her neck. Does
1: she come back in the end, though? No. Okay, I thought that she died, but I wasn't sure if she yeah. was one of the three. That no, that's Brett. Okay, perfect. Uh, and then, I uh, Thomas is like. Oh, uh, Ben, you are just a piece of garbage and you will never be yeah, one of us. Ben is
2: like very indignant we about disposing you out, the we body. We picked you out of the trash and uh, you will never be immortal like we are. We'll send you back to the psychiatric hospital mm-hmm. because he was in a psychiatric hospital for murdering three people, including his own mother. Like, hey, Ben, uh, maybe you shouldn't truck with this dude. Yeah. So then <laughs> Ben like threatens him with a hammer and yeah. he gets overpowered very, 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 easily. very easily. Oh, and I love
1: this from Thomas uh don't be a complete asshole <laughs> yeah i like <laughs> yeah, that too actually it's a very strange turn of phrase
2: and meanwhile mm-hmm. alex has this nightmare where she's being sacrificed mm-hmm. and then she wakes up screaming and uh the maid comes in to check on her and ask her about the dream but she's already forgotten it and
1: then bill calls
2: or her the moment yeah, she gets to work yeah. he wants to meet her It's urgent. She Mm -hmm. rushes out and meets her with flowers and tells her that they should go to St. Croix for Christmas.
1: Yeah, he's hopping around Mm -hmm. outside. But she can't
2: leave her grandfather at Christmas.
1: Isn't he an adult who can take care of
2: himself? I guess Bill is good at picking all of this up, but he tries to pressure her about the sex stuff again. Yep. And then Detective Mustache brings uh, Judy uh, to Alex's organization. Yes. Judy is another sex worker, Mm -hmm. an underage sex worker. Yes. And they have no room left in the shelter, so Alex says she'll take her anyway, and brings her to George's house.
1: Ooh, quite the nice thing to do. She
2: wants vodka, Alex offers her a beer Mm -hmm. instead, and then they talk back and forth about this whole situation, and how she can, you know, I can just leave if I want to, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. And then later, at the the gym, gym, we get more of Brett.
1: Yes. Finally. She's got to lose five pounds by tomorrow. Yeah
2: and they're being conspicuously watched by ben the whole time who's wearing very short shorts and has completely shaved legs it seems (laughs) i think that might have been the bench Uh and in front of him like it was a perspective that makes sense (laughs) um alex wants to go for a drink afterwards Mm -hmm. but brett can't because she needs to lose five pounds immediately So she goes swimming instead while Ben creeps up on her. Ugh. She's so good. And she any, knows. Amy Brantano is a gem. She's got the fucking...
1: She knows. She's got the spider sense that this guy's up to no good. And he isn't. Uh, she's saying, oh, you know, I'm just going to get out. <laughs> is that yeah. okay? Of course it's
2: okay. My friends are waiting for me in, in the, the changing room. room. And then uh, he jumps into the water and attacks her and knocks her out like the others. Fully closed. I was telling you beforehand that uh, now she has this like venue in the Berkshires mm-hmm. where it's like a performance venue that seems to be like really good called The Foundry. Mm-hmm. I mean like it seems it's pissed off the the right kind of people based on some stuff I've read. Oh so. really? Yeah but that's good. Yeah. She seems rad. Mm-hmm. You showed me a support letter from Allison Janney. Yeah, she Sorry, had like Academy a... Award nominee Allison Janney. Yeah she mm-hmm. had like a letter in the local newspaper in support of her from and Janney and everything it was very very interesting to read about and it nice. seems like it's like very like good venue that they have there where They always, do a lot of cool things I
1: always love it when we check in on these people and they are thriving
2: yeah in what, wherever they ended up <laughs> so we check in mm-hmm. with Kathy again mm-hmm. uh, as Ben gropes her before Father oh. Thomas comes in and yells at him and meanwhile... Never touch them. Bill and Alex are smooching and playfully making out. They're getting He really just and... wants to bone down and, like, feel her up. She says no a lot, and then he stops. <sighs> Judy has listened to this whole thing, and then Judy takes off.
1: Fucking Bill.
2: Yeah. And then... He
1: throws such a shit fit over it, too. Yeah,
2: and then this is where we get, like, one of those weird jumps where... Yup. Yeah, because he... Starts mm-hmm. telling Alex about the talisman that yeah. she saw. I've looked it up. It's two or 3,000 yeah. years and old. and she's like, oh, I saw uh, the maid with it. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wait, what? What? And he gives her the lowdown and continues his suspicions mm-hmm. about her grandfather. But I was truly like, did I miss something? The maid? Something? Yeah. Like, did I miss her telling him about the pendant? When did she see the pendant? Exactly. I and, truly had no and, idea. And then she just says to him, you're nuts, basically. Yeah.
0: Oh, Bill, don't be mad.
1: Hey, no, it's okay, Al. Really, I'm not mad. I'm
2: not... <laughs> hey, Al, remember, remember that that charm, the talisman you showed me? Do you still have it?
0: <laughs> Talk about changing the subject. Yeah, why?
2: I did a little more research. I
0: found an exact copy of it in Montague Summers. It's a, it's authentic, a real artifact. It's ancient, two, three
1: thousand years old.
0: No kidding. My mother had it on her body when she died. And Mrs. Quinto had it in her hand. <laughs> Don't you think that's a little strange?
1: Yes, I do.
2: And I think your phony priest has something to do with it.
0: Oh, come on, and that's Bill. Not all. this again. That's not all.
2: I think your grandfather's involved. Why does he look so young, Alex? He should have a foot and a half in the grave, and he's steady. looks 50. You're nuts. Am I? And then uh, we get Ben. Uh, Picks up Judy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bill calls the cop to talk about Alex and how he thinks she's in danger because her family is in a cult. Again, how do you know this? And he wants to pick up Alex and Mm -hmm. come talk to them at the precinct, but he cannot find her at all. And her grandfather says that she is at the church. And she is.
1: And then they call it Seton's Church?
2: Yeah, his name is Thomas Seton. did not even do (laughs) Satan or Saitan, something like that. Like from Angel Heart? Yeah. And, uh, So she's talking with Thomas about how weird she feels around him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Bill blames you. And he's, like, continuing to bring her further and further under his thrall. And she tells him that she loves him. And he tells her that he loves her.
1: And then they kiss.
2: And Bill finally gets there. Finally. And then he gets stopped by Ben, who stabs him with a screwdriver. Mm -hmm. And they do battle. And Bill yeah. pulls the screwdriver out and runs up some stairs screaming for Alex. i got to get to the roof. That must be where
1: Alex Pursued is. Pursued <laughs> by
2: that. It's a very cool shot, mm. them going up this like spirally stone staircase. Yeah, definitely. But okay, here's another thing because somehow despite going up, he ends up in a boiler room at some point. Oh, yeah. And then it's metal stairs going up to the roof. Mm. It's very strange and very inconsistent. And then once he's on the roof, he, like, finds some rope, and he tries to get Ben with it, yep. but Ben is obviously very strong, yeah, and, and he just... just throws him over the edge. Oh,
1: no! To his death.
2: Which is good. I honestly didn't think Bill was going to die. I thought he was going to end up, like, annoyingly somehow coming in and saving everyone. At yeah. Him. And Instead, like, it's just the cops who do that somehow.
1: Quite the way to kill him, too.
2: Yeah. Just throw him off oh, the church? Suck. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no!
2: So George and Allison mm-hmm. talk about the solstice and how he's starting to feel his age yes. again. And uh, Allison is like, you need to stop talking the way you're talking. And she's let's drink to my future. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he's going to show the world the true meaning mm-hmm. of power. And only the devil knows for sure how old she is.
1: Ha ha.
2: Ha ha. ha. So then the cop gets mm-hmm. a call about Bill's dead body.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And the black mass starts. And the three women who have been captured, yes. Judy, Brett, and kathy Mm -hmm. are brought in and have to remove their clothes (gasps) thomas cuts their wrists to do some bloodletting and starts the ceremony i mean they're all to be wed to satan of course and uh, so then we go back to the cops and here's some more of the stuff that they've put like like put a lot together off off screen yes um the and, talisman is connected to yeah, three of these murders. They have this like chalkboard with all of the list of the victims and they're like they're all connected. It, I, I know, it just Look, feels it, like so much happens off screen. It says
1: talisman beside three of yeah. them right here. One, two, three. Do you think they're connected? And, and then the Parker other cop being doesn't like, believe in no any No way,
2: man. And then our main cop is like, it's the winter solstice. They'll be doing it tonight at midnight. That's why it's so cold. We've <laughs> got to go to the same church where this dead corpse is So they're is off. Yeah. Meanwhile, Alex is asleep at home <laughs> when she gets like the psychic call yes, to come. Yes, come
1: give yourself to me and be
2: mine and forever. The cops get to the church. They russian guns drawn right yep. into father thomas cut the crap Bart breath. i love that it's what the hell are you talking so about you're a cop just execute him. And they demand <laughs> to see alex and he father thomas starts encroaching on them yes. despite them threatening him with Ooh, their very we'll large you. guns we'll shoot you if you don't stop walking but towards us the bullets don't do anything none of them hit him
1: i thought it was so funny
2: yeah, there's all some screaming. He, all
1: he's doing is walking at them.
2: Yeah, it does like the cutaway, <laughs> and then we hear them yelling. Yeah, which only serves to have them. I don't know why. Why wouldn't he kill them? He just like leaves them, but so they're they officers the day later. of the law. Well, they, they don't even save the day. They're just present,
1: I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, at at the black mass, we get. I don't know if you noticed this. The chalice that they're drinking blood out
2: of is the exact same one from Blood Sisters. Is it? Yes. That's so cool. The exact same hobnail one. That's funny. I w- yeah. We'll have to see if it appears in Lurkers. I hope it does. Or Tenement. Even as or the like Oracle. A I don't know what dish. one we're going to do next. It was so one of those great. Ones. I was like, that's perfect. And uh, so they're all gathered mm-hmm. for Alex's sacrifice. They drink of Satan's blood. Of course. Including Alex. We grope of Alex. And then Satan shows up. He, I thought he looked kind of cool. I was sort of
1: like, where, where
2: did he come from?
1: I guess he's he's just like I guess he's everywhere and can materialize it anywhere. Uh
2: yeah, really the whole cast is there minus the dead people. Yeah, they're having a big orgy. So George goes to start the sacrifice Mm -hmm. and an orgy starts. Yeah. Our second orgy this week. And then what happens? Uh like Ben attacks Angela, doesn't he? Uh Ben. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's like, Oh well if
1: I can't take part in this orgy uh, I exactly. I will take part in this RG thank And you. the
2: cops wake up because I guess mm-hmm. they just got knocked out. And I guess, yeah. Like Ben tries to get in on it by grabbing Angela, and then she slits his throat with a broken bottle, which is fucking. Which she great. grabbed off of him. Fucking she grabs great. it off
1: of him, smashes it, and kills him. I do wish this Fuck was yes. a little less
2: anticlimactic because then she just like does away with uh, Satan pretty quick.
1: Yeah, I re- I <laughs> wish it was more like. She's, she's coated yeah. in his blood. She stabs George too, like so the grandfather. Good. Right,
2: because she has to save Alex. And uh, everyone starts rapidly aging. Yes. Pretty cool. Oh, no. Oh, we're all really old. <laughs> Alex comes to mm-hmm. Father Thomas, tells Angela that she wins this time. This time and then flees. And then everybody reunites again. Mm-hmm.
1: It was just like when I was a child, says Angela. Yeah.
2: And meanwhile, Thomas is in the market for a new church building. Mm-hmm. The end. Oh,
1: he's like, before I before before I agree, let's check out the basement
2: to Tee-hee-hee. the real estate agent. Um, yeah. V- very rushed ending. Yes. Not uh, unsatisfying. Which is weird because they obviously spent the money on the effects.
1: Yeah, that Satan must have cost a pretty penny.
2: It seems like they cut the wrong things out and left mm-hmm. <laughs> left some stuff in that maybe didn't need it was all there, just so. connective tissue yeah for
1: the plot instead of the fun like oh we're really gonna dig down on the scene almost like they
2: were writing it on the fly or something yeah 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 which didn't seem I, there was no trivia about that or anything that i saw so that's kind of interesting i guess overall fine movie yeah would you say more or less than blood sisters did you enjoy it definitely less less same i enjoyed blood sisters a lot <laughs> me too yeah, I don't know what one we're gonna do next. We'll have to choose. Eh. How many more episodes do we have in February potentially? Two. if Nothing terrible happens? We have two more. Two more?
1: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, something that I noticed from the special thanks section of the uh, yes, tell me uh, credits. Uh, it it thanked two people or a person and a business. So I looked up that person and business and found the following. Article in the New York Times from 1979. Oh,
2: the owners of Wordle. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yes, that's what they're best known for now. So, if there, and I apologize, I'm not very good at reading. Have you seen Ludl?
2: No, I haven't. So it's Wordle, but it's uh, lewd words. Oh, from like Urban Dictionary and shit. I like very, very hard. <laughs> I like horsel. What's that? The right answer
1: is always horse. Oh, yeah. I, I That's honestly a real can't thing. It's a real thing. Serious okay. it's a real thing. Of course, okay. Okay, so New York Times article from 1979. If there is truly a world of spirits abutting us, then there was a double loss in the death of t- death two months ago of Alberto Rendon, one of East Harlem's most respected botanica purveyors of the implements of spiritualism and folk pharmaceuticals. Nice. For 50 years, his shop on East 116th Street built a strong trade. In a wonderful melange of herbs, oils, amulets, and statuary, ranging from the occult to the more conventionally religious, his goods invoked a communion of spirits from worlds above and under, and promised powers touching across centuries from ancient Egypt to contemporary adaptations of Caribbean slave beliefs. Hmm. Eclectic and vivid, the rendant shelves include $5 voodoo dolls and $0.10 pins for skewering an enemy's soul. Christian rosaries and suffering Madonna icons, riegos floor wash with which to scrub away evil spirits as they were the wa- as if they were the waxy buildup of TV commercials and even a line of aerosols including gambler's spray, handy push button can to charm the winning lottery number from the air with the potency Joe Namath
2: ascribes. <laughs> To the can of Brute. I literally only know who Joe Namath is because of The Simpsons. Yes. Because he appears in The Simpsons. They still sell...
1: I I have looked at like Grigri shops and stuff in the past, and they still sell like floor polish and and Gambler's Air and stuff like that. So It's it's very interesting to see this from the 80s. Even now, Mr. Rendon is being mourned into his shop by his customers, who said he was the class of the Barrios flourishing botanica trade, offering fair prices tracking the most exotic customer requests, devising devising himself some of the more powerful elixirs to stir life's love and good fortune and to hold off enemies' ill will. uh... Fortunately for Mr. Rendon's customers, his nephew, Otto a 59-year-old veteran of the Botanica business, has taken over the Rendon store and is keeping it well supplied. It is sight for mystery-starved eyes. There are scores of fresh herbs obtained in worldwide markets... A more nebulous jinx removing and delivering powders all manner of sacramentals devoted to the seven african powers and row upon row of dramatic votive candles is varied in color as in purpose there is for example a blood red candle in the shape of a female nude then passion oh. suitor can oh burn God, the female form in private to try to spark affection in the woman he loves I'm assuming it's cut off uh, the, uh, I'm just gonna h- trip ahead a little bit here. Oh, do it. Uh, young Roland Chicas is more Americanized, especially in his business optimism. I could make this into the McDonald's of folk pharmacies, he <laughs> says. Uh
2: you said this article is from 79 yes man so like almost 10 years before the movie so why that's interesting so it's probably the, the other guy
1: why don't they fucking write articles like this nowadays this I is so colorful and wonderful and like talking about like oh i was an altar boy i have a wife and two children now and i'm taking over this this botanica
2: i don't know it's so good nice That it's honestly mm-hmm. very interesting so that that would have been who was in charge when they made this movie I guess. Yeah, so, and yeah. he was
1: essentially like the I assume the consultant for like otherworldly spiritual stuff. Yeah. There is dichotomy in my life, Roland says. I ask myself, am I generating superstition or am I filling a need? It's a question I can't answer.
2: Chicken egg.
1: With the marketing techniques I'm introducing, we could easily open five more stores. I think there's a part of my father that does believe in the things we sell, but I have a conflict as to where I stand. Is it still open? Did you look? I don't believe that it is given ah. the extreme, like it was hard to find it. Not hard, but it wasn't immediately like, yeah. right there. Uh, in confessing his ambivalence, Roland Chicas provides a spiritual footnote on city life that is at least as interesting as anything he can that he has on his shelves. We have no advice or incantation for him, although that can of spray called High John the Conqueror looked powerfully promising on his aerosol shelf. A spritz of High John aimed at spiritual malaise couldn't hurt, especially at the wholesale price. <laughs> So thank nice. you very much to whoever the fuck wrote this. It That's was great, great. and thank I loved you for reading, reading it. that. It was great. It was like a little, it's tr- like a little nugget. Yeah. I know there were only like three pictures of what the inside of the store looked like, and it was interesting because it was sort of like a white IKEA shelves, like white floors, white walls. It's okay, but. Filled with spiritual stuff whereas Sweet. i feel like every store we've ever been in has been like dark and spooky yeah so it's,
2: uh, they're usually set up like a house or something yeah yeah, yeah exactly
1: anyways i thought it was interesting and That's a nice very slice interesting. Of Thank you for reading it. Life. i really appreciate
2: like that
1: anytime it was an it was my privilege to read it
2: <laughs> so six degrees of mm-hmm. jamie lee uh christine moore who plays alex Uh, is in a movie called Gretchen with Stephen Root, who is in The Country Bears with Steve Tobolowsky, who's in Freaky Friday with Jamie Lee Curtis. Wonderful. It was honestly, I thought it it was going to be able to be done uh, quicker because uh, Christine Moore is also like someone's widow in a Uh, clear and present danger. So I was like, oh, Harrison Ford and Jamie Lee Curtis Mm -hmm. must have been in something at least like one degree different. And they weren't. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. So that that's that
1: well thank you very much for listening if you'd yes. like to
2: check us out on social media we are deaf first blood on twitter definitely first blood on instagram you can email us definitelyfirstblood at gmail.com mm-hmm. and thank you very much for listening to episode 151 holy shit yeah we got catch them we, we didn't even acknowledge 150 gotta catch them week. all baby <laughs> all right uh goodbye goodbye bye Goodbye! Oh no, dog freaking out Later! Oh, wow, Goodbye. Bye.